Welcome to the Upwards Podcast, an initiative of Upper House on the campus of University of Wisconsin-Madison. Through conversations with thinkers, scholars, and leaders, we explore the life of the mind and the questions of the soul to enrich our university, our community, and the church. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to the second episode of a new series we're, we're doing called Inside Upper House, where we're bringing you an inside look at some part of our project here that, uh, that you don't necessarily see uh, if you're just looking at our website uh, or, or just attending our events. So really excited that this week we're talking about podcasting, uh, funny enough, and uh, if you're listening, you know a little about our podcasting, but this is a relatively new venture for us here at Upper House, uh, and we actually have two podcasts right now, uh, the one you're listening to and a new student podcast, which has uh, been running for the last month or so and is actually wrapping up its first season here in a couple weeks. And so we're going to talk about podcasting uh, on this episode of Inside Upper House, and I'm joined by three colleagues who have been on the podcasting journey together with us. Dan Johnson, our Director of Technology and Campus Ministry. Hi, Dan. Hello. Aiden Dettin, who is one of our uh, outgoing interns. Hey, Aiden. How's it going? And Ilya Morrow, who's another one of our er- interns. Ilya, how hey. are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? (laughs) Awesome. Doing great. So really excited to be with you guys to talk about podcasting. I want to start with Dan. Dan, you've been here at Upper House since the beginning, and uh, you've been sort of in charge of tech here uh, for a long time as well. So can you just give us an overview of how digital technology evolved as part of what we do here uh, over the last six years here at Upper House? And how do you see podcasting fitting into that vision? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, thanks for having us on this uh, podcast. It's been it's gonna be really fun. So we at Upper House, we really had a vision for technology being a part of the experience here from the very beginning, and the space was actually designed with some of that in play. So we have a large auditorium, we have technology in classrooms, and so really early on, technology we was used for live events that were in person events. We captured audio of our events when we could, when speakers would allow us to do that, and just created basically created like an archival of, of events um, from an audio standpoint. And so as we've you know gotten matured as an organization, um, we've seen just the need for digital media to be more present in kind of the full scope of what we offer around programming and other pieces of the puzzle that we do here at Upper House. And so you know, I think for us, COVID <laughs> kind of was a uh, a point of transition for us in some ways. So we went from, you know, doing in-person events to doing events from our houses uh, over Zoom um, for a little while. And then as slowly as things have kind of opened back up, we've seen uh, technology and digital technology really play out um, in some significant ways. And so for digital events or virtual events that we're just streaming from our space. We've been doing that and we're excited when people are going to be able to come back into the space again. But we've really seen, I think, an opportunity for engagement on a wider uh, audience. So 27% of our guests from January through March that attended an Upper House event were actually not from Wisconsin. 
So our increase in kind of a wide audience, both nationally and internationally, is happening. And I think podcasting really gives us an opportunity to reach more people um, with what really the interesting things I think that we're doing here. And it creates some disciplines for us as a team, too, which I think is really interesting um, and, and helps us to think in and hone in on this approach. Um, it widens the the breadth of knowledge that we have as a staff team and the interest areas that we have as a staff team and allows a lot of different people on our staff team to actually have a voice in maybe areas that they wouldn't. Not everyone's on our programming team. Not everyone is doing grants. Not everyone's doing some of these other pieces of the puzzle. But podcasting is kind of this universal approach that all it's open to all of our staff members and all of our staff members can participate. Yeah, thanks, Dan. And, and Dan's been sort of pushing us, particularly in the last year, to sort of be creative about the digital uh, technology we use. Um, and and I'll just add also on on the Upwards podcast that you're listening to right now. Um, besides the besides Madison, Wisconsin, and surrounding area, actually the second most listened to place is actually Waco, Texas, uh, which I'm guessing has something to do with people at Baylor University. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening from Baylor. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but it's just a sign that um, certainly before COVID, I don't think we had a lot of intention or even, you know, Baylor wasn't really on our, or Waco wasn't on our on our radar, but we're so happy that we can have ways now of connecting with people uh, all across the country and then uh, certainly beyond uh, just the U.S. as well. So thanks, Dan. Uh, I, I want to bring in Aiden here. And um, Aiden, when, when Dan came to the Upper House intern team, with the idea of creating a student podcast, and my guess is that would be earlier this year or maybe late last year, uh, what was what was exciting about that from your perspective and from the perspective of the intern team? Yeah, um, I think one thing that was, uh, at least for me, really exciting was, uh, I think, the aspect of conversation uh, and to have, you know, intentional conversation with the different speakers, authors, theologians that are in our network. I think uh, just the idea of sitting down talking asking questions to somebody that is wiser than me or you know is a is an expert in a subject that I'm curious about it just you know it it really made me super excited just to have those conversations and you know in in the student podcast I was able to uh, be a part of three conversation or three interviews uh, three episodes and every single one of them I walked away being like wow that was such a cool conversation. And so I think that that was just one of my favorite things. And one of my favorite things in general is just talking with people, getting to know people, understanding how the Lord has shaped them and what he's doing for them and in them, uh, in their respective ministries. Uh, and also just allowing myself to be a sponge in that way to just to mm. hear that and even also bring other people into that as well uh, to, to, you know, release the episode so other people may partake in in the in the the wealth of knowledge that is at their disposal and so i think that was just super exciting for me i knew it was a lot of work but at the same time i think it'd be really worth it and now that we're kind of on the end of the, the first, well now that we are on the end of the first season uh it's it's just super cool to see the the product that we made awesome thanks aiden Ilya, anything come to mind for you about sort of what excited you about uh taking on sort of the project of creating a podcast yeah, you know, I think Aiden spoke pretty well to it about, you know, kind of having conversations with people who have different areas of expertise than yourself. Uh, but I think, too, uh, it was really cool for me uh, was to actually have an opportunity to be one of those people who interviewed somebody. You know, I think sometimes as, as interns, it's easy to kind of feel that we, you know, we just do the jobs that people need us to do. We just do the jobs that we t- we're told to do. And 
you know, there's beauty and there's wonderful opportunity in that. Uh, but then actually kind of have the opportunity to make the podcast, you know, kind of our own in a sense and be able to have the opportunity to kind of make our own thing for people to listen to and have a product for people to listen to. Uh, it was pretty cool. Like kind of being able to like work your own project. You know, we had first semester of, you know, trying to learn and to adapt to you know, a pandemic that we haven't seen the likes of. Um, and then second semester we've been adapted. We've kind of learned some more. Um, and now we get to add on some other things such as a student podcast. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think it was just a really fruitful and pretty amazing time for us to be able to learn more about ourselves and learn more about the people around us and then be able to share that wealth of knowledge uh, with other people, apparently all the way in Waco, Texas. Uh, <laughs> so that's uh, pretty cool. So yeah, I, I, I agree a lot with what Aiden said. I think you hit it on the head pretty well. Awesome. And, and you, I mean, I, I learned this too, um, starting the, the upwards podcast, you learn how much work it is to interview someone, right? Even though you're not even the set, you're trying not to be the center of attention. Uh, it's a lot of work to even craft an interview and, right. and that you only learn that really by having to do it. Um, yeah, for sure. So Ilya, I imagine there were a few different iterations of how, or even what topic you'd cover right. on the student podcast. Uh, how did you all settle on the, the theme and format that you did settle on? Right. Yeah. I think, um, so we kind of looked at the surge of podcasts in general, you know, in the past five years, especially there's really been a big surge of podcasts. And I mean, essentially if you want to listen to something about something, you can probably find a podcast on it. I mean, earlier we were just talking, we were having a fun sports debate and, you know, I bet you if you looked up on Spotify or somewhere right now, you could find 40 different podcasts on what we were just talking about. Right. Um, so we were trying to figure out how can we craft something that's completely unique and that not a ton of people are doing. Um, and so when we kind of landed on wanting to interview people that were older or wiser, or have different areas of expertise, we wanted to figure out how we were best going to do that. So we originally kind of talked about maybe we do like a panel discussion. Maybe we have all of the interns in one room asking a question to one person. But then we were like, we don't want that to be suffocating for the person. We don't want them to feel like pressure to answer the right way, so to speak. Um, and then we talked about, okay, maybe we do like a two-on-one or maybe we just have like the interview just kind of go off and we just kind of sit back. Uh, and then we kind of finally landed on what if we had like the students be the person to lead kind of the interview and ask the good questions. Um, because I think there is beauty in listening to, you know, two older people talk about conversations. But I think there's also a lot of beauty um, in having a 20-year-old or a 22-year-old or somebody our age, a college student, ask questions to somebody who's older and who's been there and done that. Uh, because there's something to be said about having a conversation uh, with somebody who has done that and who has been there and who has seen things and who has more life experience and more wisdom than you. Um, so when we figured out that that was really what we wanted to do, um, you know, Aiden mentioned this earlier, it wasn't just like we were absorbing it as a sponge. We were getting to do this for anyone who was listening. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, the beauty of having a podcast and the joy of having a podcast is that you realize and you understand that you're not the only one learning from it. You know, there's tons of other people who then get to listen and then get to learn and then get to carry that knowledge and wisdom to those around them. And then, you know, it's like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? Like, you know, I know one thing and another person knows another thing. And all of a sudden, like this one idea that started in Madison, Wisconsin, you know, is spread to Waco, Texas and, you know, to various places in Europe and to Asia and, to mm -hmm. China, you know, there's all these places. And so I think when we kind of realize and understand the impact of, you know, what seems like a small podcast here uh, but we understand that that can kind of go out and kind of become beautiful to a ton of people. It's really, really cool. And I think that kind of sparked our drive for wanting to do kind of a one-on-one -on -one format with student and the person who was being interviewed. Um, so that was kind of how we landed on that. Um, and I think we're pretty proud of what we got to do and the fact that we got to interview people and, 
you know what, if five people listen to the podcast and that's it, I, I guess that's it. But I personally had a great interview and I would not change that interview for the world. So I was very thankful and very grateful uh, to have the opportunity to interview who I interviewed and talk to who I talked to. Yeah. It strikes me that the, the cross generational aspect of that is, is really like an interesting angle into the conversation that, yeah, you don't, uh, I mean, I, you're right. There's thousands of podcasts, so maybe that's already being done somewhere, but um, certainly not in our community. And so uh, great contribution to the yeah. community. We, we definitely wanted to put a heightened importance on intergenerational wisdom. I think we did a good job at that. Yeah. Very cool. Dan, the, you know, podcasting is a great way to deliver content to our community. And um, I think we've really enjoyed doing it, but it also requires a level of technical competency and a pretty big time commitment from both prepping the interviews and, and the people actually conducting the conversations and also all the tech that goes into uh, doing that as well. Can you just describe for us a bit how you took uh, the student podcast episodes from the ideas, as Ilya was just talking about, of interviewing across uh, generations about sort of vocational and, wi- and wisdom issues, um, how you took that from idea to actual publishable episodes? Yeah. So I think one of the, the great things that we did in this season was to set up our students really well with great questions. So the, we started with a plethora of really good content. <laughs> so we didn't have to go back and record things. We didn't have to search for things. Um, so editing um, was actually a fairly time-consuming but easy job uh, just because we had such good content in the, in the scope of what, uh, what we produced. Um, and so we're trying to figure out how best to bring the content into kind of a unified kind of theme um, and whatnot. And so you'll hear music um, kind of overlaid with it. We actually did a, a poll straw and we actually chose that music mm. together as an intern team. Um, which was really fun. And we just gave them a bunch of, of options and um, we landed on one that we kind of kind of all said yes to, which was, which was great. We tried to think about it in segments too. And so we really set up the student interviews. So we were taking them through a script or a sequence that would be universal through all six episodes. So there is some type of thought and theme that happens throughout the entire season. Um, it's just not a random interview here and a random interview there. there. There's some consistency to that. But yeah, we, I mean, we've leveled up some technology purchases <laughs> that, um, that we are all sitting in a room, you know, getting to use right now, which is great. So, so re- from recording to microphones, to pop filters, to all these pieces of the puzzle and then editing software. And so, um, you know, uh, an average episode that ends up being like 30 to 40 minutes probably takes three to four hours to produce. Um, so it, it takes a long time to edit everything down, remaster everything, and then package it in a way that you're going to hear. Yeah, thanks, Dan. And, and you'll notice if, if you do um, download the student podcast, you'll notice it's a different, uh, slightly different format even though we're, than, than this podcast, even though they're both sort of interview-based. Interview I think you know, things that you'll notice on the student podcast are there's sort of transitions from segment to segment, whereas here we, we just sort of let it run uh, for the whole conversation. So I've even thinking about sort of the audience of students and sort of what's the pacing and the, the sort of uh, style that, uh, that might appeal. Um, those are all decisions that we make and sort of think through before you, you hear the final product. So turning uh, back to Aiden, uh, we're, we're sort of wrapping up the conversation here. Aiden, what's a valuable thing you learned from having podcasting as part of your internship here? Yeah, I think almost to, to put a Sunday school answer in, uh, I think the value of just listening, I guess. Uh, 
to li- listening to what uh, the speaker or the the person that's being interviewed is saying. And I think I think that was just an you know kind of a value that I learned in myself because I, I think at times I tend to take that skill or that you know for granted. Uh, I think I think listening super important, especially when uh, you're talking with somebody about a deep subject or a sensitive subject or a controversial subject, uh, like understanding that maybe you have your opinions on it or you have never have no idea what they're talking about, but you know, kind of taking a step back and being like, well, what they have to say is probably important to them, especially if we're interviewing them about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's something that I wanted to value going into the, uh, any, you know, interview that I did, uh, that, you know, no matter what they're talking about, no matter how important it was for me or, you know, not important it was to me that it was valuable and I wanted to understand or at least, you know, walk away with something new that I've learned. Uh, And I think I did that, you know. Luckily, too, all of the people we interviewed were really fun to talk to, so it was really easy to engage. Uh, But, yeah, I think that was, in a nutshell, my, you know, greatest, the greatest value that I've, I've taken out of it. Yeah, it's interesting how listening when you're an interviewer, I mean, there's sort of like a, um, you have to toggle between like a script that you have and certain questions you have, but then also, I mean, if that's all you did was sort of just robotically, then it's like, why, why have a human interview this person? Why not just have like a, a essentially a program interview them or something? Yeah. Uh, so it's that sort of art of, of listening to someone and then being able to actually absorb what they're saying. And then being able to respond, but also stay sort of on script and stuff. That's a, right. A, it's a it's a skill, I guess. It's a it's yeah. a hard thing to learn. It's definitely a line to walk. I I think before all my interviews, I just kept thinking to myself, like this will be a, this is a conversation. You know, I want to fit the structure of you know what we're going through, but at the same time, I think I told every single person, like I'll probably have questions off the cuff that I've thought about. You know, just from hearing you, that I'll be curious about, and uh, what you know whether or not it has anything to do with what you know questions we had you know, pre-written, you know, I'm, I'm still going to ask them just because like, I, you know, I, I, I want to have a conversation with them and, you know, I want to come into it knowing like, oh no, I want them to expand on certain things, uh, especially if I like, like what they're saying and then feel like maybe other people want to hear it as well. Awesome. Thanks, Aiden. Yeah. Uh, Ilya, last question to you. Uh, what's a memorable moment from any of the process of putting together the podcast, either the planning or the recording or, or some other part of it? Do you have something that sticks out as sort of memorable? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I got to interview Cam Anderson, who's the associate director here at uh, Upper House and for the Stephen and Laura Brown Foundation on my 22nd birthday. And I mean, that's a birthday gift within itself, uh, getting to talk to Cam, because Cam has been through so many just things and has so much wisdom and just a plethora of knowledge. Um, you know, I, you guys really like, remember like those Dozakis commercials from like 10 years ago about like the most interesting man on the world, like, you know, who is the most interesting man? I'm pretty sure it's Cam Anderson. Um, <laughs> and so getting to talk to him about just, I mean, anything and everything, he, he has an answer to everything, which is, um, you know, very rare and very unique and not something that you find a lot of. Um, and so there's a quote that he said, like, the world doesn't need more bad painters. And I was like, is that like a compliment or affirmation or like, are we feel not feeling that? Uh, but he was just very honest. Um, and, and I love the honesty and the vulnerability that he shared and um, just the knowledge that he had about a lot of things that I didn't really know about. Um, and so being able to, you know, we've talked about this already quite a bit, uh, but being able to talk to somebody who has much more wisdom and much more knowledge and much more life experience with, I mean, the various ups and downs and peaks and valleys of life 
um, is something I cherish and something I very deeply love and uh, feel very humbled and just feel very gracious to have that opportunity. So definitely just talking to Cam in general, kind of like Aiden was talking about kind of off-the-cuff questions. Um, I asked a lot, kind of just... I, I'm just somebody who kind of comes up with questions and comes up with stuff kind of on the spot. Like that's just how the good Lord made me. Um, and so if I had a question, I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask this and see if he has an answer. And every once in a while, can be like, you asked that question, but he would always have an answer. Um, so it's always fun just to listen. Um, also like Aiden was saying, you know, the, the value and the beauty and the, you know, the pointed importance of listening is can't be undersold quite honestly. Um, you realize really quickly that you're not as smart and you're not as wise and you're not as great as you maybe think you are, but you also realize really quickly that there's people around you who can pour into you and make you better. Uh, and that's really, uh, that's a luxury that not everyone has. Um, and so the fact that we got that opportunity to interview people and talk to people who've kind of been there, done that, um, it's really quite an amazing feat. And like I said, Cam is just he, he was so much fun to interview. It did, in an element, I've never seen Cam Anderson, but yeah, he, he's very, had just so much things and so much stuff and so much knowledge and um, so much love and honesty and grace to offer. Um, and so to be a part of that was really kind of special um, and a great birthday gift, quite honestly. So that was definitely a memorable moment. And I, I am convinced he could be in a Dozakis commercial. <laughs> he's got the beard. Uh, he does. Well, he yeah. does. He honestly does. Yeah. Well, I, I am, I'm Cam's office mate. So I can say that, uh, the stories keep coming. <laughs> they, they don't ever end. <laughs> There's always one. I just I always ask him for stories, and he's always got something. So yes, it's always, yes. that's <laughs> it's right. Always cool. All right, thanks, Ilya. Yeah. Uh, so uh, hopefully um, this conversation, uh, if you're listening, has has just helped you understand all that goes into the podcasting here at Upper House. Uh, we want to close um, by turning it over to to Dan Johnson um, to just uh, tell us a little about season one of the student podcast that's wrapping up here soon. And then we're going to actually leave you with a, a sort of review of season one um, that we recorded before. And hopefully that'll give you a sense of, of what that, that season um, entails and, and we'll get you excited to go and subscribe and, and download to it. So Dan, just tell us a little about, uh, about season one of the student podcast. Yeah. Our uh, season one theme was all around faith, work and calling. And so that is just a, that's an area in which we are passionate about here at Upper House um, and feel like that's a gap that students um, experience a lot uh, within the structure of church life and campus ministry life here at UW-Madison. And so we really wanted to give them that opportunity not only to talk with people that are part of the faith and work movement, some experts in those fields, but also local practitioners. So we have some younger professionals in different areas um, in different industries that our students interviewed um, to talk about how do they integrate their work and faith together. And it could even be, it's, you know, somebody that's a teacher to an accountant to a um, meteorologist <laughs> at our local CBS uh, station here. Um, and then other people, like we said, John Terrell and Cam Anderson and others who have been around in an area um, that they've been, people that uh, are experts in kind of this work and faith movement area. Um, and so that's the scope of our sixth season, first six season episode here, uh, episodes here. Um, and so we're really excited about the offering that we have here. And uh, for those that are interested, whether you're a student or a non-student, um, you know of a student, maybe there's a student that's just graduating that you know of that you would want to share this podcast series with, um, we'd be grateful for that. So um, you can just go over to the Upper House website, click on uh, Upwards, and then it's down 
uh, in that menu. You'll see the Upward Student Voices podcast. So, but we will play our uh, season one uh, review for you right now. Welcome to the season one review of the Upward Student Voices podcast. In this season, we focus on faith, work, and calling, and how as students, we can live these practices out in our time on campus and after college. Our podcast is designed and hosted by students for students. We interview leaders in the work and faith movement and local practitioners who integrate work and faith in their careers and daily lives. Our team wanted to share a few memorable moments from our first season. To find out more about our podcast, go to www.upperhouse.org. Click on the Upwards in the menu bar and on Upward Student Voices podcast. We hope you enjoyed this highlight reel. Season one, episode one. How do I realistically connect my faith and my work? This episode features an interview with John Terrell, who is the executive director of the Stephen and Laurel Brown Foundation and Upper House. Calling, you know, maybe that's a deeper sense. What God are you calling me to? to do in this moment. And there are two threads of calling, I think, that run through our lives. There's a sense of a primary calling, which is to be a a faithful disciple, someone who's faithful in the responsibilities and roles in our life. But there's also a more particular expression of calling, which is how do we work this out in our full-time work? Don't get so focused on institutions that you're not thinking about people. And don't get so focused on people that you're not actually thinking that or remembering that God cares about institutions as well. Mm-hmm. He actually cares about everything. You've got to hold it all together. So if you're working in a business and you have no people contact that day, you still can have a, a kingdom day. It doesn't matter if you had people in uh, interaction that day. You still can be doing reconciling work, just building a really good spreadsheet mm-hmm. because that's bringing order, that's helping others live with order. It's, it, 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 it can be restorative reconciling work as much as serving your colleague or even sharing the gospel with your colleague. Season 1, Episode 2. God prepares the earth for the coming weather. This episode features an interview with Chris Reese, who's a meteorologist for CBSWISC.TV in Madison. By the time I get there, one of my biggest prayers is, God, while I'm on the air right now, yes, I have to be a scientist who's delivering the weather, but let the people see you. Uh, let me be, if I'm the only joy that someone gets today, then use me to do that. By being a meteorologist, you get to do all three of the things that you're interested in. But what you also have is a bigger platform to reach people. I thought about it. I realized she was right. And I started realizing, no, I can't go on TV and start preaching to an entire city. But what I can do is go on TV with a different element of positivity. Season 1, Episode 3. The world doesn't need more bad painters. This episode features an interview with Cam Anderson, who is the Associate Director for the Stephen and Laurel Brown Foundation and Upper House. Um, There's also, on the part of of many artists, been an abandonment of the really, really rich tradition of Christian art. Season 1, Episode 4. Accounting and Finances. A trustworthy worker is honest. This episode features an interview with Hannah Lancer, who is a manager and accountant at Wagner CPAs in Madison. It's honestly really great to grow up 
go to college and work in the same town. I think there's some really cool ways in which life is just kind of woven throughout and people are woven throughout different seasons. So I don't know what it would be like if I had moved somewhere else, uh, what that would have looked different, how that would have looked differently, but I'm grateful. God is the best accountant that I know. Um, and so when I'm uh, looking for answers or looking for guidance, I'll, I will pray a lot. Um, I would say that it, it's a way to engage with God just during the workday, just dialoguing with God and talking to God about what I'm working on and who I'm working with. Season one, episode five, the unexpected joys and challenges of educating today's youth. This episode features an interview with Rachel Zika, who is an English and English second language teacher in the Madison Metropolitan School District. Totally. I... I've said this before that um, I'm amazed at teachers who um, actually aren't Christians and who are who are doing this work because I rely on my faith so much throughout the day, growing me, stretching me in my faith, um, just through like their joy, the different way of seeing the world. Um, I can just learn so much about different cultures. I think I'm lucky because I get to work with so many different students who are from different countries and speak different languages that I see a lot of um, like God's creation through my students. So that's a really big blessing as well. Season one, episode six, the honor of your calling. Is graduate school right for you? This episode features an interview with Chandra Crane, was the multi-ethnic initiatives mixed ministry coordinator with InterVarsity Christian Fellowship. And of course, we know those of us who have been mentored in the faith that it is both the mind and the heart together, that it's not one or the other, that sometimes we don't feel anything, but we know the truth. And sometimes we know the truth because we feel it. So I feel very strongly about the benefits of grad school, the power of grad school, the um, calling of grad school. And I was so privileged to walk with grad students and with faculty who were asking these questions of how do I serve God in my field, whether I'm open and I'm in a, a program like seminary uh, where I can be open about my faith, or I'm in a place where I'm trying to share my faith and be honest to who I am, but my primary role is as a researcher. 